Hi, this is Cal Quantrill, and you're listening to the East Village Times Podcast. NL West, SD across the chest, youth movement, really dope ex-prospects, Big Willie, leader of the young pups, they hating on us, watching you them jump up, we ain't care, we ain't scared of nobody, the outfield mad skills, lottie dottie, Austin Hedges throwing out everybody, we at the ballpark, every game's a party, ignorance is bliss, so we never trip, if the pitching's up the bar, then watch out for the kids, EVT is out here broadcasting, EBT is out here podcasting. Question and answer, James and Patrick, ask them. Question and answer, James and Patrick, ask them. Padres EBT podcast. Padres EBT podcast. Greetings and welcome to the East Village Times podcast. I'm your host, James Clark, and with me, as usual, is Patrick Brewer. What's going on, Patrick? How are you doing today on this uh, Monday late afternoon? I am doing great because Monday is almost over, and that's the best thing about Monday when it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and hey, we're what about ten days away from opening day? That's that's uh, worth noting as well, right? Yeah, it seems it seems like it's so far away, but like it's right around the corner, and it it almost feels like surreal because here we were in December, like crying, and now it's yeah, close, exactly. and I'm just like I don't even like I didn't even realize how close it was. I wasn't really like paying attention, you know. It's, it kind of runs up on you. Yeah, no, there's literally days left in uh, the spring training season in Arizona. Um, I, you know, I was just came back from a trip out there, and everyone was pretty excited to get back home to San Diego and get things cracking. So uh, it's just so many position battles. I guess that's what the majority of our podcast is going to be about, uh, talking about who could potentially make the opening day roster. There's just uh, so many choices for Andy Green at this point, wouldn't you say, Patrick? Yeah, I think um... – it seems like at least half the positions on the field aren't really decided. I mean, the rotation's not decided. I think the bullpen's yeah. not really decided. So outside of, like, Austin Hedges, Hosmer, Myers, Marco, and Galvis, I mean, that's really all you got for sure. So <laughs> Yeah, really. Well, we know Alan Craig won't be making the opening day roster because he was let go by the Padres yesterday. Was uh, he or actually, actually, like, let go? Or was no, he, he, was, he was sent down to Albuquerque, I guess, oh, okay. he'll be starting the season Because he, he had a minor league deal, right? Yeah, he hadn't been in the majors since 2015, I believe. Yeah, so I, fig- I figured it was a minor league deal, so no surprises. There. Uh, minor league depth, I guess, for the team. Uh, some veteran leadership for the Albuquerque team. Uh, or Did you Alba- say Albuquerque? I keep saying Albuquerque, El Paso. <laughs> Did I say Albuquerque before? I was going to let you keep saying it, and I was not going to say anything. Oh, man, I'm delirious. Uh, I, was gonna, yes, I was just going to like, let leave in the podcast and let people the, participate <laughs> for it. The, the Padres AAA <laughs> affiliate is the El Paso Chihuahuas. I'm sorry, Tim. I, I saw you this weekend. We spent time together. I, I apologize. Uh, uh, Tim, by, Tim the way, by the way, yeah, I talked to him. He's going to be uh, doing our show soon, hopefully. So uh, we'll, be getting, we'll be getting some uh, information from him. Uh, well, I don't know if he will now since I just referred to them as uh, Albuquerque for some reason. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> let's move on. Uh, it's an exciting time to be a Padre fan, that is for sure. Uh, in the backfields today, Mackenzie Gore and Chris Paddock both started a game for the teams. Uh, reports were Mackenzie Gore was, uh, as usual, one, two, three, first inning. Uh, Paddock's velocity is, is pretty decent right now. He's got a decent feel on his change. Um, we'll have to see. I, I, I'm excited to see Chris Paddock in, in, in a full year and see what he's capable of. Although I'm sure the team will be a little hesitant to, to kind of push him too far. I mean, I haven't really said this much, but I think very quietly, Chris Paddock is, I think, one of my favorite prospects because, yeah. man, watching him pitch last, what, what was that, two years ago before he got injured, 
the, the guy's electric. I mean, watching yes. watching him throw was it was was something. So yeah, he's uh, he's. I mean, the velocity isn't isn't top notch velocity, but he he spots his fastball really well. And and the, I mean, the changeup is already going to be a, a major league quality changeup. So it's just it's just a matter of time before he makes a, a rotation. You would think um, with the stuff that he has. And it in what I mean, what can you say about Mackenzie Gore? The the the, the kid is just is really something special. Uh, whenever he's pitching. The, the lines, the, the, the groups, the, the, the fans seem to come out of the woodwork in, in Peoria and uh, get film and stuff on him. It's, a, it's exciting to see his – it'll be exciting to see his progression this uh, 2018 season. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully uh, you and I can get a chance to see him in Lake Elsinore this year. Yeah, you, the way the Padres have been you know pushing their prospects and, and, and challenging them, it wouldn't be out of, the, out of the realm of possibility for him to be there at some point uh, in 2018. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, let's get back onto the major league roster, though, because there's just so much, so much going on with this team. Um, you know, we we're talking about first base, uh, second base, uh, third being um, well, first base is not necessarily an issue, but second and third are, are definitely the major issue as far as playing time. Uh, do you have a preference between Aswahi and Spangenberg at this point? I, I know it's, I think I know where you're going to go, but. But this humor humor the listeners for us. Yeah, I think I, I think I've long been Team Aswahe. So, yeah. um, team uh, Team Prince look like. Um, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he, he him between him and Hosmer, they give they give Hedgy a run for the run for his money. Um, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, I am Team Aswahe. I think he deserves a shot. I mean, I think long term it's pretty obvious he's not going to be the guy because Luis Arias is just insane. So. Um, yeah, I think Aswahe should at least have a chance this year to fight for his life and show what he's got. And I mean, if if he can put up good numbers and be a trade candidate, I know team, people don't want to hear that, but in, in, otherwise, he's just going to be a bench piece. I mean, he doesn't play third, he doesn't play short, he's not really that versatile. So, um, I, I mean, I I, I I root for the guy. I mean, it's it's rough that he has such a, a talent below him, but um, I, I want to see him and see what he's got. Uh, Spangenberg, I'm yeah. just, I, I've said before, I'm kind of just over it. I mean, he's seems like he's gotten so many opportunities. It seems like he's been in the big leagues for, what, like five or six years now almost, it seems. So I'm just kind of over Corey Spangenberg and, like, them continuing to trot him out there. And he just continues to put up the same numbers. I know last year there was, like, oh, he had a power spike or whatever. But I think most of that came within, like, a week. So take that week out. And, I mean, he was pretty pedestrian at the plate. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really – I mean, if Spangenberg is the starting second baseman, I'm not going to be too upset. I mean, it's like whatever. But I just I think I'd rather see a Suahe at this point. Yeah, I think the most important point is that Luis Urias, uh, Urias is looming. He he will probably make his major league debut at some point in 2018. I wouldn't expect him to struggle in El Paso. Uh, I would expect him to have a three 300, 350 on base percentage and and force the Padres' hand at, at this point. Uh, we know Spanchberg has a little more versatility than Eswahe being that he can play the outfield even center field if you had to stick him out there he could yeah, possibly mean, do that I fear he stays on the roster because of that because he can play second yeah. third short left right probably center he probably could play first although you don't really need him there I mean theoretically yeah. I think he could play seven out of nine so I think that, that's my fear is I think he, he's definitely probably gonna make the roster for that although for those who don't know both those guys still have options so Yes, yes, thought. they I mean, can both be sent down. I don't know if they would send Spangenberg down again because they kind of did that last time, and that was kind of a kind of a slap in the face a little bit, I think, for him. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. he definitely came back and earned his way back. Did you know that those two are the same age? 
Kind of, yes. kind of wild that Spanjabu's yes, been in the mix the for like age. four or five years, and Aswahe's kind of just now getting there. But yeah, those guys are both uh, turning twenty-seven. I'm mean, actually Spanjabu just turned twenty-seven, and Aswahe's still twenty-six. So, Ex- yep, exactly. Corey's birthday was uh, the sixteenth. Um, yeah, it's you know, it's tough. It really is. Andy Green had fielded many questions this weekend, uh, the past couple of days about them. Uh, I asked him in particular if Spangenberg's uh, availability to play the outfield will play a, a role in him making this team, and he really didn't say that he w- that that would be a deciding factor because the Padres have so much depth in the outfield. There's already a Jankowski, a Cordero that are on the cusp or on the on the on the bubble of making this team. So that's why we haven't seen Corey in the outfield because at this point it's going to be second base or or maybe possibly third if Headley's moved or uh, you know. <sighs> I, I fear that one of these two is going to have to start in AAA, and I hope that they're able to keep their head up. And because at some point they're going to be needed, uh, it's just the grind of the major league season. Things happen, injuries happen. Uh, you know, Spangenberg started in, in in the minors last season. Perella started in the minors last season. You just got to keep your head up, and, and uh, you know, just because you're not on that roster on on March 29th doesn't mean that you're not going to be valuable come even early April. So you just have to keep your head up. And uh, Andy Green preach is preaching that and has preached that to these guys, and we'll just have to wait and see. But you know, it's it's a good good thing to have, right? I mean, if you have two players that are both performing and matching each other. At bat per at bat, it's it's not a bad thing, right? I mean, either way, we should have a productive second baseman going into the start of the season. So yeah, I think another thing to note is that I I don't even think it really matters because neither of these guys are gonna be playing every day because you gotta think Jose Perel is gonna play somewhere, and I'm guessing it's gonna yes. be second base. So yes, against the left-handed pitcher, I mean, Perel mashes lefties, so he's got to be in the lineup. I mean, Renfro is probably going to be the lineup, so that that leaves Perel at second, and then Oswai yep. and Spanderberg to the bench, and those guys will either one of them is gonna be the guy against right-handed pitchers or. I don't know. I think Perel is, Perel is good enough against righties where he arguably should play second base every day, and that would leave both these guys on the outside looking in. But I don't know. Exactly. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because, like I said, there's 10 days to go, and we still haven't really decided anything. So No, no. I mean, we're not even getting into the, the Headley-Villanueva uh, predicament. I mean, obviously, the Padres are invested into Headley. They love his on-base percentage, his veteran leadership, and and. They're prepared to pay the $13 million, but then you have someone like Christian Villanueva who's coming out of nowhere and, and performing well and provides a solid right-handed power bat and is very young still. You know, There's uh, there's going to be some, some decisions that have to be made, and um, Villanueva is out of options. He's going to have to be kept on the 25-man roster if, if they want to keep him. And he, At this point, I would think he's a lock. Uh, the way he's performed, the way he's played this year, the way he's even been able to pr- play shortstop uh, when needed, just shows that the the man has what it takes and, and has done what it's take. Uh, Andy Green indicated uh, to me this week that uh, going into last season, they wanted him to lose weight, they wanted him to get into shape, and he showed up at the camp in, camp in the proverbial best shape of his life. So he's taking the criticisms, taking what they're asking him, and doing it and that's what you want in a in a young developing major leaguer so uh kudos to him for that yeah i mean they can't keep like you said they can't keep him off the 25 man and i mean to lose him for chase headley would be kind of be a tough blow i mean yeah i don't yeah. think anyone thinks villanueva is going to be a star but there's really no penalty to seeing what he has and if if you don't keep him on the roster he's open basically for any yeah. team to claim so yeah. I, I don't think that would be the best course of action so yeah i, I think oh. he's probably guaranteed a spot one way or another yeah. Okay. So 
Yeah, and the left field job is is really up for grabs too. When you when you're talking about Ren Myers and Perella sneaking his way in there, and possibly Frenchy Cordero has been banged up with a with a leg injury the past week or so. Uh, you know, vying for playing time, and there's still Jankowski out there, and, and then there's Matt Caesar, who's, you know, probably the odd man out at this point. And he's also out, unless options. a miracle happens. Exactly. So, and, and, yeah, I think I think he's probably a, honestly, I think I, if I'm betting, I I know you said you kept seeing AJ Preller on the phone when you were at spring training. So, I mean, if I was a betting man, I think that he, he either one of Renfro, Caesar, or Jankowski is going to get traded at this point because yeah. there's just not room for all three. I mean, there's really not room for two of those three. Especially with Perello yeah. there, Margot, Myers. Exactly. Um, I, I just don't see how that's going to shake out. So I think no. odds are I think Caesar or Jankowski gets moved. Um, and I know Renfro was a talk, maybe maybe Renfro as well. But there's not room for six outfielders. So at this point, they're going to have to figure out what's going on there. I mean, I guess it helped that Alex Dickerson was hurt. I mean, you obviously don't want to see him get hurt. But that definitely made it a little easier decision in that regard because there's one less guy to, to count on. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how many outfielders they end up carrying. Cause I think realistically they could carry, I, I imagine at least five for sure. But at this yeah. point I wouldn't put it past them to have six, but that kind of leaves a couple other positions up for grabs. So exactly. Well, well, you know, there's just, there's a lot of versatility with this team and, uh, you know, Spangenberg's ability to play the outfield could be a factor if they're able to move some of these guys. So we'll just have to wait and see, uh, before we move into the pitching staff, uh, a couple days ago, Andy Green indicated in the media scrum that the Padres are capable of carrying three catchers. Uh, this no. Com- uh, uh, I want to put those those uh, rumors to rest right now. Um, Andy Green was, uh, I think, being coy with A.J. Casabell because A.J. was doing a little ro- uh, roster math prior to that and was kind of grilling Andy Green about uh, potential players that the team, that the team could keep. Um and I think Green threw that out as kind of just a, just to kind of you know keep them in check that you know anything can happen. I, I, at this point, the Padres are are not going to keep that would be three stupid. Uh, Rafi Lopez does bring a lot to the game, being a left-handed bat and and a compliment to Hedges. Uh, we all know Hinch's uh, capability in, in the clubhouse, and you know you I saw him firsthand. AJ Hinch. AJ <laughs> Ellis. What? You said AJ AJ Ellis. Yeah, I did say AJ Hinch. Well, man, I am off today. Stop Uh, stop thinking about the Astros, man. Chill. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, And AJ Ellis's ability to to work with young players and, and, you know, grinding away. I mean, I I saw him out there when nobody was out working and and just working on little tiny details of his catching skill, which, which is pretty remarkable. You know, I know he's on the cusp of making this team, but. Being uh, a veteran and going out and doing that is, shows a lot. So um, I, I wouldn't count on the, the team catch, carrying three catchers. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, uh, if, and, you know, if they do carry three catchers, that's two roster spots they need because neither of those guys are on the forty man. So exactly. And I mean, I guess Dick, exactly. Dickerson, Dickerson it provides one forty man spot if he goes down to like the sixty day DL. And, and but, Ray 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 is is also banged up right now and will probably start on the sixty day DL. I'll I'll let you all know that right now. Uh, he hadn't picked up a ball in the last week or two. I saw him on the bullpen stretching a little bit. Didn't necessarily throw firsthand. Andy Green indicating that he's not doing too well um, in his rehabilitation. So uh, although he hasn't said he's going to be start the day on, start the season on the sixty day, I would imagine that he is. So that will free up. Uh, one spot uh, on the forty man. So, um, well, there you go. There's you two. Know, I got it covered. 
<laughs> yeah, there's two exactly. Uh, but you know, in keeping them on the 25 man roster would also mean you'd have to probably send down Aswahe and Spangenberg, or or you'd have to cut Mianueva, or you'd have to um, trade Headley, or you know, there anything can happen. Uh, there could be a, a, a mini blockbuster deal where the Padres are able to move two or three of these 25-man cusps guys for some prospects, but we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, so, I, I, wouldn't I mean, count on... say, say the Padres have a five-man bench. Who do you think those five guys are at this point? Uh, well, who, it, it all depends on who's starting the left, right? Uh, okay, let's assuming, let's assuming Hedges is the catcher, Hosmer's at first, um, Perella's at second, I guess, Galvis at okay. short, Headley at third. Um, Renfro in left, Margot in center, and then Myers in right. Or you can trade out Renfro if you want, if you don't think he's going to be on the team. So who's the who's the five guys on the bench then? Uh, so the backup catcher, okay. Villanueva, uh, a second baseman, either Aswahi or Spangenberg, a, probably a Cordero or a Jankowski. Uh, Caesar factors in there as well. So it's really just a decision between outfielders then. I mean, and then the second base, you got to pick one of those. So do we think Villanueva is a lock at this point? I would think so. I, I really would, just because they don't want to protect losing or, or lose him. There's If they put him under waiver, someone would pick him up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's I would a, agree with that. So, and he's performed well. I, I mean, he's performed well enough where you even consider giving him the starting job. So I, I would think that... Yeah, screw Headley. And, yeah, and, and at this point... He's the backup shortstop. If, if even if Sp- if Spansberg doesn't make this team, especially he's the backup shortstop because uh, Green's told me that he doesn't consider us why uh, uh, able to play the position. So someone's got to be, be backup to Galvez. I mean, I know he played in 162 games and, and likes to play all the time, but you know, you can't go. You're gonna need a backup at some point, even for an inning or two. Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes out. There's a lot of questions, and I'll say it again: there's only ten days left, and there's still mounds of questions to answer. So it's gonna be interesting yeah, to see exactly. how it plays out. Well, let's let's shoot into the ro- the pitching rotation for a little bit. There. Let's start with the starting staff. Uh, Clayton Richard was named opening day starter. Uh, Brian Mitchell is also going to be given a opportunity to start. Uh, it looks like Luis Perdomo solidified him, his self his spot in the rotation, as has Denilson Lamette. Did he though? Uh, yeah, which one, Lamette or Perdomo? Perdomo. I mean, did did you hear that up high? Because I don't, no, I don't know if he did. Uh, I haven't. It's more talk among media type and, and media stuff that he's been performing well. Because I mean, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to having him start in AAA, considering. He's never pitched he, he, above what yes. high A, I think. So yeah, he he has options, and he there is th- that possibility. But he's performed well in his last couple starts. Uh, I know his last start. I was at his start. He got roughed up initially in, in the first, but made some adjustments and was able to capitalize and able to do what Darren Balsey asked of him. So you know, it is possible he starts in in Triple A. Uh, Tyson Ross is probably going to make this rotation. I would think at this point. Yes, uh, I, I'm all I for it. I see him. I see him as a great leader for a lot of these young guys. And in order to mentor guys like Luke Casey and Lauer, he's going to have to be here in the midseason and, and beyond. So I, I would think Tyson Ross is pretty much a given for that number four, number five spot. They'll probably give him that number five spot and let him get a week off between starts and kind of, you know, take his time and, and nurse him back. But um, I so, have Richard Mitchell, Lamette, Perdomo, and Ross as my so starting rotation. So the rotation's rotation. done then? Uh, that's what I have. But, okay. you know, 
Erlen could sneak in there at any point. Chris Young is still uh, vying for a, a spot. Uh, Lucchese is also still here, and so is Lauer. But in talking to Andy Green and speaking to Andy Green and, and having the media guys ask him directly and having us or having me ask him directly if you think that either one of these guys are going to make the team, he will won't say no, but you just get that feeling that both of them are going to have to turn AAA just because of the depth on this team. Uh, again, we'd have to talk about the 40-man roster because neither one is on the 40-man roster and they'd have to make room. And that in itself is, is, a, is a mess at this point when constructing a team for, for an upcoming season. Yeah, I mean, we can kind of move on to the bullpen, I think. I, th- I think I agree generally that those five are probably going to be in the rotation. I think Erlen's a guy who might start in AAA just to kind of work his way back from injury. Uh-huh. He's not really fully uh-huh. there yet. Um, and then, as you said with Ray, I think if he's if he's still kind of hurt, um, I think he might start in the DL. Um, Christian, I think, is probably going to be in the bullpen, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, long Jordan, man. Jordan Lyles is start, still already fighting for a bullpen spot. Thank God for that. Does, I mean, does I Lyles know. have options left? Do you know? I don't know why he he's was, even, was he, he signed a to a major league. I mean, he has yeah. a major league contract, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Why did they he get a contract? Him, yeah. And why did he I get? Why is he even here? Like, I'm not trying to be rude. But... <laughs> no, I, I, I agree completely. I mean, I, it's, I, I, I it's tough because they did that. They did that way early. When yeah. look at the market and look at what the market's turned into. I mean, they kind of jumped the gun. On I don't this. really care about the money. It's more of just like, why well, bother? There's so many guys yeah. on this roster. I want to see what they have, and it's like I don't well, really there's, care there's about. Probably, there's him. probably major league free agents that are better pitchers than Lord Jordan Lyles that would take a million dollars to pitch right now for for team. Because oh, yeah. they're just not getting any calls at all. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, you know, AJ probably makes mistakes. But the Padres baseball operation teams makes mistakes. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. It is what it is. I don't even um, know if it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake now if you don't let him go. I mean, just because you gave him money doesn't yeah, mean yeah. he's worthy I, of a spot, especially when your well, payroll is like $0. I'm, I'm hoping they, they just cut their losses and realize. And, and it, it, you, at this point, you have to be respectful to the player, too, because he's not going to make any effect on this team. You know, go to Tampa Bay, go to a team that's absolutely just rebuilding and absolutely demolished, and, and maybe he'll have a shot of making the 25-man roster and, and making a rotation or whatever. But at this point, he's just not going to make the Padres. They've already told him that. They've already indicated that to him. It's just, you know, it's, sometimes it's better for the player as well as the team to kind of just move on. So we'll Yeah, I mean, apparently they – I think it was – was it Casabell that said he's now fighting for a bullpen spot? Like he's for yeah. sure not a starter, and it's like wow, he had to yeah. he had to realize that no. one, huh? Yeah, um, yeah, and he, yeah. So let's talk about the bullpen. I mean, for sure, yeah, Brad Hand, obviously, Kirby Yates for sure, Craig Stammen, I'm guessing for sure, Makita yeah. probably for sure, I, Phil yeah. Maton, I'm guessing that's five already. So who do you yeah. throw in with that group? I mean, does Chris Young go in as a long man? Assuming yeah. you have a seven or eight man bullpen, I mean, eight man bullpen is possible, but if you have Green, five guys you need to carry on the bench, you're not going to be able to have an eight-man bullpen. So Yeah. Green indicated to us uh, in the last couple of days that uh, a long man would be needed. Uh, but he also said someone like a um, Adam Simber could fill the role as a long man. He just threw his name out there. Again, I don't know if he's just you know messing with the media guys or, or what, but he indicated that we would need a long man or the team would need a long man. The, Chris Young or Erlen makes sense for that. Uh Matt Strom also makes sense for that, although I, it, at this point he hasn't really said anything. But I think that the team is le- is leading towards either having him start in AAA and stretching out, or 
possibly starting on the 15-day DL. I'm hearing that his knee is still a little bulky, and they're still a little concerned about that. They don't want him to start the season uh, on a bad note, and which is smart because this is a really talented young pitcher, and his you don't want his mechanics screwed up. You want him 100% when he starts the season. And, and at this point, Green's using the 80% to 90% ratio, and I, I, I don't like that. I, I think that the team is going to be smart with him. Uh, he's He's might start the season on the DL. He might start the season in Albuquerque to be stretched out. Or Albuquerque again. El Paso to be stretched out. <laughs> Did you, um, like, stop in New Mexico on your way home or something? You're my my wife is from New Mexico, so that might be the, the issue with oh, my yeah. Albuquerque. Blame I've, been, I've, been wife, Albuquerque. No. I've been to Albuquerque many times. It's a lovely city, and I, I love it very much. So thank you, Albuquerque. Um, <laughs> it's like accepting yeah, an award speech. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Uh, Buddy Bowman is someone I'd, I'd love to talk about for a possible rotation spot or a t- possible bullpen spot. Uh, Carter Caps is, is also out there. Uh, so is Colton Brewer. So is uh, Robert oh, my, Stock. My family. So there's options for there's this like, team. There's like eight guys. I mean, you got Wick. Yeah. You got Strom. You got um, McGrath still around. You got Lyles, yep. apparently. Erlin. McGrath, Caps, McGrath Brewer, is Bauman. a little banged up. McGrath is a little banged up. Uh, yeah. Green indicated that he had some some. Uh, I think it was shoulder tightness. I can't remember exactly. What he's it was. probably he, a AAA guy then, or, or yeah, he, I think that he's fallen behind the Baumans for 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 uh, for a uh, spot on 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 the on the uh, bullpen or in the bullpen. So, what you know, there's just there's just so many options with this team bullpen wise. It's going to be a strength, and it's going to it's going to have so many different looks. Especially if if Robert Stock makes this team, you're going to have a guy throwing mid nineties, uh, hitting triple digits, and, and you follow him up with a Makita, and it, it's just going to just make teams look silly. I mean, you you try to hit fifty six to a hundred or or vice versa, and have a, a, a McGrath or a Bauman or, or somebody funky in between slinging the ball up there. It's they're going to get outs with the bullpen. They're going to they're going to win games with this bullpen. We'll just have to see if the uh, starting staff can can hold together. All right, so let's 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 talk. Um, if as it stands, if if those five guys I mentioned are for sure in the bullpen, who who are your last two or three guys then? Uh, so you had Hen, Makita, Yates, Stamen, Stamen, uh, Maton. Yeah, assuming those five are all for sure. Uh, it's going to be a long reliever, so I would say a Young or Erlin. Uh, one of those two, probably a Chris Young. Uh, I don't think that Andy Green was too upset with his start that he had. I was at the start. Uh, he, his ball just seemed really flat, and, and the Royals just seemed to jump him. Um, I, I like Bowman. And uh, another reliever to definitely consider making this team, uh, who probably will make this team, is, is Robert Stock. Uh, you know, he's mid-90s to upper-90s fastball. Uh, the issue with him is I think that he needs to – well, I, I know that he needs to get control of his breaking pitch, his slider, uh, especially if he could throw that for strikes. I mean, if he could do that, this this guy could be uh eighth-inning, ninth-inning type guy. Uh, it's just uh, – you know, he's pumping up mid-90s to upper-90s fastballs, and I was at the game that he was at where he – I believe he worked a clean inning, but he allowed three base hits. Uh, again, major leaguers they just timed him eventually. So if he can stop telemarking, telemarketing, telemarking that uh, slider, and you know, be able to get a little better control of it, a better feel of it, I think that he would be a, a big addition for the 2018 season. So um, it, it's tough. There's going to be some cuts. There's going to be some unhappy campers in, in Padre Land, but Andrew Green has uh, preached it 
on and on to these guys that it's going to take 40, 45 men to make a successful season. So to not get their heads down that eventually they're all going to get their chance to, to perform at the major league level. So yep, we'll have it's, to wait. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, so let's, let's actually put ourselves out on a limb here a little bit. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's do some roster predictions, uh, 10 days out. Let's do it. So, oh. uh, Let's start a catcher. I'm guessing Hedges, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to yeah. go with Ellis. Do you disagree? Um, I'm not a big Rafi Lopez guy, personally. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably leaning towards Ellis if I if I had to take the two. I I think it would depend on the bench and whether or not they have another left-handed option on the bench. But I think Ellis at this point is probably going to make the team. All right, there's two guys. Uh, so Hosmer for sure. Yes. Uh, how do you see second base shaking out? Um, <clears throat> that is really tough. I, you know, okay, you're putting me on the spot. I, I, I haven't, I haven't really even thought about this as far as what. Hey, I'm putting you, know, you on the I, spot, I, man. You don't get to I could about see, it. I could really see a, a scenario where both guys make the team. To be quite honest, and Perel as well. So three of them. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna put my money on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Spangenberg and Perella because. As much as I want a Swahe to make the team, I, I, for some reason, I have the feeling that Spangenberg is somehow more valuable. So I'm going to say Prella and Spangenberg, kind of a platoon sort of thing well, at okay. second base, I'll, and then Prella I'll, plays I'll, outfield as well. I'll add this to the second base battle. I agree that Spangenberg has the perceived high, higher value, and the, the team might look at Spangenberg and say, we need you to go out and have a hot, couple months or well, they're not going to tell him this but they're going to want him to have a hot couple months because you have a Luis Arias on the on the horizon Spangenberg's not the second baseman of the future he's going to struggle to find any kind of playing time so maybe they want to cash out on him get him his value as high as they can give him that starting job allow him to hopefully capitalize on it and perform and then possibly move him so that's just one train of thought just kind of came to me that could happen uh, Aswahe is a, is is definitely the type of player who you could talk to and kind of reason with and kind of work with and and not let this get to your head and you know he's grinded his whole career if he has to wait a couple more months to to be able to establish himself it's we'll have to wait and see this is it's a tough situation these two are really neck to neck and neck as far as value to this team and and ironically they're almost they're almost the same thing as far as uh Hitting wise, I mean, a left-handed bat, you know, plus speed, defense decent. You know, they're not they're not opposites. They're pretty much the same player too. So it's it's interesting. Okay, and I think we agree on Galvez, uh, Villanueva, and Headley all making the team. Yes, okay, yes. Put, that puts us up to eight. Um, I'm gonna go with my outfield first, and you can let me know if you disagree. I think Caesar's gonna be there. Margot, Myers, Jankowski, Renfro. So that'd be five five outfielders plus Perella. So really. Sort of six outfielders, which might be kind of a problem, but that's kind of what I'm thinking so far. Mm-hmm. Any disagreement uh, on that? Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I added the two second basemen, so I'm thinking I'm going to take Caesar out, and they're going to either have to DFA him or or trade him. Um, I think I think Spangenberg could be useful to them in the outfield eventually, or like I say, could be starting at second or. I'd see a lot of different lineup changes in in the Padres in the first couple of weeks. I know I know Padre fans are going to go oh, crazy. Gonna like, on, they're going to have like eighty five different lineups through the first week. Yeah, it's there's it's going to be 
there's going to be a lot of different lineup changes for sure on, on this team. So we'll have to wait and see. I, I really I hadn't constructed this this roster to, in my head, so I, I really had no answer to this question. Sorry, I'm just forcing you here. Yeah. Really. <laughs> and I think we um so we talked we talked rotation earlier. I think we were in agreement on that. Like Ross, Richard, Perdomo, Lamette, and Mitchell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's five more. So now we're up to eighteen, and then we just talked bullpen. So I think, like I said, those five are probably locks: Yates, Hand, uh, Maton, uh, Stammen, and Makita. Yeah, Makita. Makita. That's, yeah. that's twenty-three, and then at that point, I think it's just like you said, we're just kind of picking between guy. I think. I mean, I think. I think, I think Rowan Wick goes in the minors. I think Strom probably they stretch yes. him out. Uh, yes. Ray's gone. I think Erlin they probably stretch out. Actually, maybe Erlen gets to be the long man. I don't know if Chris Young's done enough, but I think I'd give it to Chris Young um, and just see what he does for the first you know month or so. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I gotta go with the family man. I gotta throw in Colton Brewer, and then I don't even know what happens to Carter Caps. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 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 options. I mean, this there's. I mean, the problem I think now is that if if you do throw a guy like Robert Stock in there, we have like what. I think three guys that are on our, or maybe four if you can count Young. That's four guys that don't even have forty man roster spots that we're throwing yes. on our roster. So they're gonna have to do some work to clear out some space on the roster for these guys. Yeah, well, Which, that'll be interesting. What is the we'll see, who's on the forty man right now? We have. Do you want me to read? Know, the, we, do you want me to read the whole thing to you? No, I'm I'm, I'm looking myself, but we <laughs> obviously Javi uh, Guerra. You want to throw Javi Guerra off there? No, no, I mean, no, no. we're not going to get we're not going to get Jose Rondon crazy. Is any team going to give up on? Or is any team going to take a chance on Javi Guerra at this point? Yes, I think they. I think they. You would. think so? He's, he's still young enough for someone would would. Potentially... I would throw Jordan Lyles off the forty man in an instant. I think that's that's a candidate right there. I think that you know, obviously Ray moving to the sixty man is a possibility. Um, Dickerson's look... going to be on the sixty man for sure. Dickerson's going to be on the sixty man for sure. Uh, uh, maybe like a guy like Rowan Wick that they just picked up before the guy they picked up before Hosmer, and everyone's like, "Oh, who's going to take? Where's Hosmer's spot? Oh yeah, yeah. they gave it to Wick, and everyone was yeah. Mad. R- Rowan Wick is, is another possibility. Um, you know, there's not as many guys really, that you can it. just throw out, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. They're going to have to. No, like I said, they're going to have to have four spots if those guys all make it. So they're going to have to make a. Uh, uh, multiple trade of these fringe guys to, to clear some space on the 40 man. They really are. I mean, there's just, it's jam packed and, and these prospects are coming They're They're, they need a spot on this 40 man. They're, they're going to be there. They're going to, yeah, that's another thing so, you got like Lucchese, Lauer, yes, um, Tatis, Urias, all those guys should be up in the next year, year and a half. Yes, and then you add Quantrill yeah. Knicks perhaps. I mean, and, and then yeah. let's get into, let's get into next season's rule five draft in which the Padres, have so many players available. Oh, we I don't, are don't even lose. give me start. I don't even. I don't we, even know off the top of my head who's available. Michael Geddes is is on that off the top of my head. There's there's tons. I, I've seen the list. There's tons of of That's, prospects that need to be it, added to the forty man in order to be protected. Is it's it four? Be, is it four years? Right. Yes, I believe so. Okay, I'm trying to think of who's been in the Padres organization that long. The, I'm telling you, there's there's luckily all these chil- luckily all these children don't apply. No, no, not the international they kids don't apply. But some of these, some of these older are you know older prospects that haven't panned out or haven't potentially taken the next step or, or what's what have you are available. And there's a lot of Padre prospects that are on that that are going to be 
you know, on the, I think Naylor is even on that, isn't he? No, Naylor was, I think Naylor was at no, three years. No, he was the year after. Because we're looking at yeah, 20, yeah. I think we're looking at 2014 for guys drafted. Okay. Uh, Trey okay, Turner's okay. on that. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'll nice. stop. I'm sorry. I had to. <clears throat> yeah, thanks. I'm trying to look um, at that right now. Let me look it up. No, but there, there's there's names that are going to have to be protected. So there's there's a lot of forty man roster spots that are going to have to come up for for grabs. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. AJ Preller has his hands full for sure. Uh, there's lots to do with this team, uh, but I, you know they are constructed in the correct manner. They are trending the right way. Uh, being in the backfields is electric. Being in the locker room and, and talking to these young players and these major leaguers firsthand. They all understand how special it is right now, and uh, it, it really is. It's a, it's a special time to be a Padre fan. It's a special time to be in San Diego and, and witness this firsthand. This, this team will have some success, and we'll just have to wait to see exactly how much, but it's it's uh, definitely going to be the best time in, in the history of, of Padre baseball. I, I mean, straight up, there's been no other time where a team has built for a longevity and, and success like it is now, and... Uh, Enjoy, fans. It's it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I always forget the back on the forty man. I always forget the forty man rules, but I think it's um, players nineteen or older when they were signed and have played in baseball, professional baseball for four years are eligible. As are players who were signed at eighteen and have played for five years. So mm-hmm. Gettys would be in that second camp because I'm pretty sure he was signed as as an eighteen year old and he's played mm-hmm. for five years. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know there, I don't know if there's anyone else that's eligible off the top of my head. Uh, it's it's international prospects are available too, right? Oh yeah, but they've had to have been signed. Okay, well I know Fernando Reyes, Reyes will be will be one. Uh, there's Wait, Fernando Fran- Perez. Oh, Franchi might be. Fran- well, for, well, assuming that he's not already accumulated his major league eligibility yeah, or whatever. I think that's a matter of that. But I think Franchi was signed in. I don't. Know, I think he was signed in 2013 or 2014. Actually, I think he was signed in I think there's a different set of rules if you're signing. Walter Lockett would probably be on there. I mean, there's there's names that are going to have to be protected at some point or, or lost. So I think it's a different set of rules if it's um, a guy that's international. Well, no, if it's a guy that's like a teen, like a teenager, teenager, not like eighteen, like literally like four, like sixteen, you know, seventeen. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. might be different. So I, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Well, speaking of teenagers, Frank Lopez. That's a name to to remember right here. Oh, stop. Uh, I got that from Chris Kemp myself. I saw I saw this kid throwing a bullpen session. Sixteen years old, he's throwing ninety three miles per hour. Oh, man, sixteen. What I would 16. give to throw ninety three miles an hour, and I'm twenty four. Yeah, I'm, I mean this kid's sixteen. That's crazy. A Venezuelan right-handed pitcher. You probably will not see him until late this season, being his such so young, but. Chris Kemp has never let me down as far as telling me about the next big thing, and, and Frank Lopez is, is the next big thing. Next big thing, uh, just an, another. They signed up for three hundred thousand in, in this period's uh, signing period. Another one of those, you know, Chris Kemp going out there and, and busting ass and, and finding these kids out of, out of nowhere and, and that are performing. And you know, you have to have a lot of admiration for the Padres and, and their international scouting department and, 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 you know, the proof is in the pudding and it, it's coming, man. These, these kids are, are something special. All right. You guys heard it here first. Frank Lopez. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, I think we're good to go, Patrick. I don't know if we have anything else to discuss. We pretty much went through the whole... Now we put ourselves on our limb, so if anyone wants to you know, talk shit here in 10 days, please do. Yeah, I'm sure there will be somebody. There's always someone, right? It's okay. It comes with the territory. No, no worries. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, though. Uh, as always, let us know if you have any questions or concerns for sure. Patrick, go ahead and uh, let us out. Yeah, we're uh, hosted on Podbean. You can find us there. Um, keep giving us a listen. We really appreciate um, all, all the feedback we've heard and all, all the listens. Um, it's, it's great to be a part of the uh, Golden Age of Padres podcast. It's been fun. Um, you can you can find us on Twitter. James is EBT underscore news, EBT underscore J Clark. Um, he's got like 14 other accounts, but I, I'm not going to run them all down. Um, I'm Patrick Burr 93. Our podcast is at EBT podcast if you want to find us there. Um, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, stay tuned to eastvillagetimes.com for daily articles, and uh, that's about it. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening. Have a great one. East Village Times podcast, signing out. EBT is out here broadcasting. EBT is out here podcasting. Question and answer, James and Patrick, ask them. Question and answer, James and Patrick, ask them. Padres EBT podcast. Padres EBT podcast.